United States calling. Are we reaching? I'm in the thumb of this This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. So, no fancy intro this week. No, no. Fa- no fancy anything this week. We don't even get Skype this week. We don't. We had this whole awesome thing planned out and uh, no Skype. So, what the hell are we going to do? We're going to uh, wing it this week because, you know, there's other shows that get away with doing this sometimes on a weekly basis. I know. We work too hard most of the time, I Yeah, guess. we do. So, um, if you... Uh, are expecting an organized, arranged show, then uh, we'll see you next week. Right, when, um, the, when the Skype's working when it's working. Again. We had a, a, a pretty cool Albums Unleashed we're going to work on with, mm-hmm. a, a, with a special guest, and uh, it was supposed to work today, but, well, first of all, the weather's bad here in Tennessee, and then it uh, turns out they couldn't log in on Skype, and then we were able to log in on Skype, but then the minute we tried to call them, it would just hang up immediately. Right, so we tried to call other people. We and tried, it would hang up immediately. And it would hang up immediately. So there's something wrong with Skype, which is the why the episode is called Skype's Down. Joey Haney, you are our guinea pig. We tried to call you, but it wouldn't go through. And Joe Polo from Podcast Rock City, and Joe, yeah. Jody Havnot from Podcast Rock City. So yeah. let's give some love to our friends, because we, we basically have no plan this week. Um, um, but uh, one thing that was going on that that, well, that a lot of you don't get to uh, enjoy, because our show is usually pretty well planned out, um, we do the DBG VIP thing through Patreon. Right. And part of the benefit of being a VIP is you get more of the off-the-cuff stuff that we record. Right, because we don't plan any of that. We don't. And, and it's fun to do, and um, most of the subscribers are the same people that have subscribed for months. So right. we're... We're assuming that it's entertaining, and this is kind of an experiment. So we're going to give you guys today some of the stuff you would get with a VIP membership for free. So does that mean we should turn the air conditioner back on? <laughs> Probably should. <laughs> but uh, The VIPs get that one. They do, but we're going to cover some different things. We're going to talk about stuff that's going on in rock and metal today in okay. the news, and then uh, we're going to do a album tournament you'll understand what that means in a little while if you're not a vip you don't know but if you are one you definitely do yeah so skype's down and we're gonna basically just kind of go all over the place and discuss what's going on in rock and roll yeah okay all right sounds good yeah it feels like vip already you know, sometimes we do stuff that's live. You know, we'll take the little mini recorder mm-hmm. with us somewhere. I still got to release a really cool introduction. I mean, the the audio was really bad from the crowd, from the music. Mm-hmm. But the time we went to Hair of the Dog. Oh, yeah. And we we got introed to, the band. Yeah, yeah. I got recorded the whole backstage when we're hanging oh, out, you? getting ready to go up on stage and hanging out with those guys. And then you and me up on stage trying mm-hmm. to kill time and introduce the band. And Oh, you did a good job of killing time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it comes with the territory sometimes, but yeah. that was a lot of fun. I've still got that. i got to release that, too. Okay. I thought we had already put that out. Maybe okay. I should add that to this. I, that's up to you. Okay, I think we're going to do that right about now. Get in there. Get in there. Okay, I heard all of it. Okay. 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 Okay
time that we played anywhere, we found it up in here. Best show ever. It'd be like fucking insanity, and then always one guy in front of on the on the barricade going like this. <laughs> and he goes, why do I always see the fun guy? Fuck me up every other night. <laughs> is that Said you might be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to be here. Awesome. How you doing, bro? Good. How you doing, Chris? John. So, what's going on here? That ain't metal, motherfucker. I got a goddamn guitar in my face. That ain't metal. That ain't metal. Fuck you, Aaron. Oh yeah, yeah. We were we were at your place together. I was like shining here. You're doing good so far. When you woke up this morning. When I woke up this morning, I said to myself, self, what a great fucking day for a <laughs> dog on a hair show. <laughs> What's happened? Uh, yeah. yeah, what is that? You're, that's my, you're missing two. That's my best. You're missing two. Yeah, and it's, no, it's it's your friend is playing guitar. Is that a baritone? Guitar? I didn't rehearse. Sorry. So I'm wearing the wire. Get you my hand to me. Hard luck woman. Hard luck woman. Oh, you need the double neck. You have the double neck. He has the double neck. We can play both at once. That's what I'm saying. A hard luck woman. I have the sore neck tonight. My neck is sore. He has a double neck. Sore neck. pH balance is correct. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, you know what? Sure, battery. Play, play a little. You know what? Hey, Brandon, I'm, I'm Brandon, not gonna be I am not on. I think my amp is on standby. Oh, so is mine. Standby. Your yeah. amp hey, won't make any noises. No, no, no. Your guys' tuners are just on. Okay, go ahead and put me off. Put me off too, yeah, sure. Oh, thanks. Please. We hit the tuners. <laughs> it's not a tuner. I like this. There it is. Whoa! Hey! Hey! Where's mine? I don't hear it. Hit the Brandon. Hit my tuner. Hit my tuner. I don't hear it.
Has anybody here ever been a guest on the Decimal Geek Podcast? Yeah, there's some people back here. Michael Wagner's back there, Rachel Bolin, Chad Lee, all kinds of people. Everybody you're going to see up on this stage tonight, at one time or another, has been a guest on the Decibel Geek Podcast. If you guys love this kind of music, and Mangus, Mangus has also been on the Decibel Geek Podcast. If you guys love this type of music, please give us a check out. We're on iTunes, it's free. Every single week we got a brand new episode. The very latest one features, features Michael Wagner and Rachel Bolin dissecting the very first Skid Row album with us for the whole world to hear. This is our kind of music. We know it's your kind of music. Give us a chance, I think you'll probably like it. Okay, and that concludes the commercial for the evening. So let's get on to the right thing. Fuck yeah! You know, when I was a young man, I was a radio DJ in central Wisconsin. Now, tonight I can assure you that we are, if you're in this room, we are the envy of many, many small Midwestern towns all over the country. We are witnessing something very, very special tonight. It takes me back to a time when, in this small town in Wisconsin, we had Cinderella coming to town. One of my all-time favorite bands, one of the most popular bands you could ever see up there. And being a DJ at that show, we got the word, Cinderella is not going to be here tonight. So we're like, holy shit, what are we going to do? Now, if you know anything about Wisconsin, they love to fucking drink up there, just like they love to drink. Cheers, everybody, for rock and roll. So the promoter this night said, you know, I know these people have been here drinking since 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I know they're rowdy, and I know they're going to be really pissed that Cinderella's not here, but there's this band that nobody here has ever heard of. John Spettis knows this story. There's a band here that nobody's heard of, but they're so fucking good that when they're done here tonight, nobody's gonna care that the headlining band did not make it. This band is so fucking good that everyone's gonna love it. Tonight, we get a chance to hear those songs again for the first time in, God, almost 20 years. Holy shit. Tonight, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, we give you Hair of the Dog! Yeah! So I appreciate you nominating yourself to edit this episode. Okay, cool. Right on. All right, this is going to be interesting. Um... Well, one thing you had mentioned, we talked about we were going to cover some stuff that's going on in, in the news today, rock news. We're not talking about Trump today. Forget it. Um, no, we only care about rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, one thing that, that's been a big kind of hot topic over the last week was Metallica doing this opening band contest. Yeah, awesome. And uh, 
a band very near and dear to your Wisconsin heart, Local H, yeah. won the contest. Sure, from right down on that Illinois Wisconsin border. But I think you and I are going to have Illinois a. Side. I think we're going to have a debate here. Because, Why? Because I'm on I'm on the other side of the fence on with you on this one. What do you mean? They. I'm happy for them, and technically, yes, they are an independent band. They are because they're not on a major label they anymore. They release all their own albums and have for many, many, many years. But you got to admit, they already had mainstream exposure. I mean, they have sure. a they have a known name, Aaron. I mean, they kind of do, you know. But I just when, don't think they had any business being a part of this contest. Okay, listen, but let's look at what the contest is. The contest is is hey, we're Metallica. We're going to nominate a, one radio station from every state. And we want every state to to come back to us with a band that you want to represent you and, right. and your state. Does it have and and we'd like it to be unsigned? Okay, mm-hmm. those are the rules right there. So then the radio stations, then they get their pick, you know. Mm-hmm. And there is a bunch of really good bands. I actually took time to check out some of the other ones. Mothership is a good band. Well, yeah, check I think a lot of people they were, were complaining close. that they should have won this. That's because those were the two. Because I actually got in on this early because okay. I'm I'm a member of a group called Local H, The Cold Manor on Facebook. Okay. And that is, that is the hub for Local H fans, no doubt about it. You know, and if you are one, you mm-hmm. really should join that group because... Why the Cold Manor? Because it's the name of a song. Oh, okay. But it's a cool name. It, gotcha. it fits. It's cool. Um, and so these these people that were a member of this group were on this early, and they were like, fuck yeah. So the the radio station in Illinois, I, I couldn't tell you offhand which one it is, nominates Local H. Great example of a Illinois band. You know, they're from Zion, Illinois. Okay. You know, awesome band. If I was in Chicago and Cheap Trick wasn't available, or if I was in Illinois and Cheap Trick wasn't available, I'd Enough's Enough wasn't available, you know, I'd, I'd maybe probably go with Local H. Why not? You know, I mm-hmm. want to win, you know, so I'm going to put my best band out there. Yeah. That's what all these other radio stations did from all over the other different parts of the country. So you put your bands out there and then the, the voting goes from there. The people, the local H fans, the yeah. ones in that group on Facebook, they were all about it. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of local H fans. Let's face it. I've been preaching there's this not? band. I've been preaching this band for years. How many people? Let's go stop some people on the street. Let's name 10 bands, you know? Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of the bands that we talk about on this show, most people aren't going to be able to name. But if you played Say, that hey, hit from ever, the 90s, they would know it. Really? Oh, come on. That, that song still gets song. a lot of airplay. So you're telling me the copacetic song, mm-hmm. Bound for the Floor, mm-hmm. is was a huge hit single. It was, listen to the buzz here everywhere. in Nashville, it was. Yeah, because they play that one song time. once in a while. They you play know? it all the time. I don't know why, man. I hate it. <laughs> oh, I do too. I fucking hate it. Because it's their worst song. It, it may not be their worst it's song. one of them. But it's not their best song. No. Not even fucking close. That's like we talked about... Uh, Man, we talk about with countless other bands, you know, the song that you're known for, even Kiss, Rock and Roll All Night. You know, mm-hmm. you're known for that song, but it's not their best song by any stretch of the well, imagination. That one I can, but see, that one makes sense to me because it's a catchy song. Right. Copacetic is not a catchy song. It is a catchy song. I guess. But it's a lame song. It's not a great song, and it's a terrible representation of the band, and I feel bad that they they have to break that song that out every time they been, play. It's just a grating song. I like but, I love everything but, you've played on the show by them way more than that. Right. Song. Yeah, I'm telling you. So I'm willing to bet. <laughs> That when they open for Metallica, because they won, fair and square, they won. I bet you they don't play that song. 
I hope they don't. Look, I understand that they won in the terms of the, of the contest. In the terms of the rules of the contest, Local H won. They totally did. And they deserve it. They do to- they really, though? Shit, yeah, they do. Here's a band that does not get nearly the recognition that they deserve. They're way better than what the the normal perception of them is because most people have no perception of the band Local H at all. Have never heard of them. How many Metallica fans do you think going to these shows have actually, other than the ones that listen to this show, all right. know who Local H is? Well, I, my, well So my, to them, yeah. isn't that a new band? My biggest argument on the whole thing, though, is it it's really kind of null and void because eighty five percent of the audience is going to be out getting nachos before while this band's on stage. I hope anyway. not. I hope not. Well, I, just, ho- you know I hope the opening bands don't get any audience. right, and it's true, but still, they're going to be playing. I, there's got to be enough people down there. And what's really exciting to me is I'm a fan of Local H, and yeah, they got some lighter stuff and they got some weird artsy stuff too, but their heavy stuff is fucking awesome. And I'm excited to know what the set list is going to be. I got to think Gig Bag Road is going to be in there. I, I got to think song. California Songs is going to be in there. High Five and Motherfucker. And a whole bunch of other ones, man. I wish... Hmm, I'd love to see Local H do a full set of their heaviest stuff. Maybe someday after we're done, we finally do the heavier side of Rush. Maybe we could do a heavier side of Local H. The heavier side of Local H. Yeah. And then you would have to delve into some local H and find some cool stuff. And I will. I mean, you've it changed be my difficult. mind on them a lot more than anyone else has. We um, do more for the rock fans that listen to this show than radio has done in years. Radio works to hurt a band like Local H by playing the one shitty God. song over and over. And that song sucks. I've always hated that song. But look at it like this. Mothership, how long have they been around? They've been slugging it out there for two, three, maybe four years. Yeah, why not give them a shot? Local H has been slugging it out for 20 years, and they've never gotten the recognition that they deserve. I don't know. Now, maybe they'll have their opportunity. I just view them as kind of an established band that already had a name. Well, not a good one. They played festival shows, man. Uh, Way down there know. with the other bands that I'm, you I'm never not, heard I'm of. Not, you're not going to pull me to the other side on this one. I mean, and our our friend Josh Toomey, he's on a fucking crusade against Local H right now. I don't hate you, Josh. <laughs> I'm not even mad at you. I get it. Our buddy Dave Shirt's not real happy. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Oh, no. All right. It may be a technicality, but man, it's an awesome one. I love it. <laughs> It's a weird pairing, though, isn't it? Local H opening up for Metallica. They can do it, man. They can do it. They've got the songs. They fucking got the songs. They got some really good heavy stuff, as we've heard on this show, you know? I've played the good stuff. Yeah, I'll give you that. I went downtown and interviewed them for Decibel Geek TV. That was fun. That was a good interview. They're good dudes. You know, here's the funny thing. Local H, they've been good guys all these years, and all they had to do is turn villain and get all the attention. Now they're the bad guys. Now they're the bad guys, and they're getting all the attention. They're opening for Metallica. 
Keep it up. So keep, how, many, how many Local shows, H, keep pissing people off. So how many shows do they get to open? I think five. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's very cool. Hmm. I'm, I'm excited about it. I wish I could be at the shows. I think the closest one to us is St. Louis and uh, Atlanta. I ain't going to St. Louis. I don't think they're playing the Atlanta show. Oh, they're not doing no. the Atlanta show. Because there's other bands that got some well, of those Louis other spots. St. Louis is only spots. four hours away. Not that far. Right, but who the hell wants to go to St. Louis? What's wrong with St. Louis? All the football teams even left St. Louis. Nobody wants to go to St. Louis. Our friend Jody Havnots in St. Louis. <laughs> I'd hang out with him. And he him. probably wishes he could get the hell out of there. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, no. Kiss played the KC Kite Fly at St. Louis in 1974. The kite flight, huh? Yeah. Nice. 40,000 people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Biggest American audience they ever played to in their first year. Really? Yeah. Oh, up to that point? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think ever. Ever? Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess maybe Tiger Stadium. Tiger Stadium had to eclipse that. So what the hell is kite flight? Is that... The kite fly. Is that... Like people all flying yeah. kites. Casey is a radio station in St. Louis, a very okay. famous rock and roll station. Yeah, and there's a giant park there in St. Louis, and people would go there and fly kites. But they would also have bands there, and they would call it the Casey Kite Fly. Okay. So 1974, there's no internet, so you got to fly a kite. Yeah, kite flying's kind of. Yeah, it's kind of gone. It's gone. It's uh, what happened to kite flying? Uh, the internet. Maybe that should be the title of this episode. What happened to kite flying? <laughs> it will stick with no Skype. I think Skype, Skype, is, Skype is down. Um, but no, that it's that's an interesting Kiss show. Of course, we have to turn everything to Kiss, but that's an interesting Kiss concert because they played outdoors yeah. in a park. Is there footage of that? Out there's there? no video, but there's a lot of photos of it. Yeah, but it's them playing outside in. Um, Joyce Biowitz, who became Joyce Bogart, right? You know, married Neil Bogart. Her and Billy Coyne and the road crew spent most of the day leaning behind the amplifiers, holding them up because the wind was so strong that day. It was a perfect day for flying. Kites. Perfect day to fly a kite, not to set up amplifiers. Yeah, but the, but the amps were going to fall over if they didn't. They so they stood there the whole set holding wow. the amplifiers up. Wow. Yep. And the, there's some cool awesome. photos of like the makeup, you know, running down their faces because yeah. it was hot. That and they day. didn't have it quite figured out no, yet. I do know one person that was actually there for it. Yeah, yeah, a guy named uh, Pete Creamer who uh, well, let he, me fire up the Skype. Oh, yeah, no shit. Give him a call. Fucking technology. But no, he plays in a in a local band called the Creeping Cruds. Yeah, they're a, like a horror Billy band. Nice. And, I think uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, and. uh and he was there, like he 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 was actually at the KC Kite Fly, and I like I'll never forget that. I was at one of their shows at a bar here in Nashville, and they played to all of ten people, and uh, which is all of us that played Nashville shows pretty much are used to that. Back in those days, especially low, if you're not playing covers, you're not playing to anybody. And uh, we were sitting there, and he knew that I was a big Kiss fan. He's like, you know, I saw them play at a park in St. Louis in 1974. I'm like, you saw them at the KC Kite Fly? He's like, how the fuck did you know the name of that? Because <laughs> like, I'm a fucking psycho. Because I'm Chris Sinzak. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah. He's like, I remember seeing him there. That's awesome. Yeah. That'd be cool to see him. I would like to do that sometime. Just like talk to people about their Kiss show experiences. Yeah. You know, we've but, got the Skype when it's working. You know, we, we could do. A, we did that one time where we just called people at random. Yeah, that was rock and roll deck. Yeah, we can call Chips Enough back. <laughs> Chips, got, Chips Enough, the guy that we've never actually had as a guest, but every time we call, he answers the phone. That's awesome. <laughs> we need to do rock and roll decks again. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we could do a, do an offshoot podcast like My History or something, and, and just have people talk about their history. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought too. Because the world about, needs like, more Kiss podcasts. But doing like man on the street stuff, we got the Zoom recorders. Just go up to people and say, "Hey, have you ever met a rock star?" Yeah, 
Tell me about it. Yeah. You know, do stuff like that, Especially too. Especially if they were dicks. Like question of the day. Right. And then turn that into a whole episode. That's not bad. I like that. So the next news story. You fuckers better not be out stealing our ideas now that we're just... See, this is what you get. We're this giving is... them all these pearls of wisdom. <laughs> this is what the VIPs get when we yeah. have no no direction. That's yeah. us. No direction. I'm the kind of guy I need direction. Otherwise, I just kind of ramble off. There you get this. You, if you, this if, is what you get. If you've given up, we'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep repeating it. Thank you for hanging out this long. Thanks. Thanks so much. Uh, another news story, or should I say fake news story, that came out this week. Um, I don't like fake news did stories. Did you know Ted Nugent died this week? <laughs> no, no, no. Are those tears of joy? No. Oh, a lot of people would be shedding tears well, of joy if Ted just Nugent just assholes. Died. There was a story that went around that Ted Nugent was murdered in a hunting accident. Murdered in a hunting accident. <laughs> yes. That's kind of an oxymoron uh, there, because it, if it's murder, it's not an accident. Well, he likes to go hunting with Dick Cheney. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, that was it was written up like a, like a, a, a real deal story. But that shit sucks. turned out to be fake. <laughs> Ted's Man. coming here to Nashville to play the Ryman. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. I tried getting an interview with him the last time he came here, and uh, all they would agree to was ten minutes on telephone. And I'm like, I'm not doing. 10 you're in town. On telephone. You're gonna make. Yeah, us, I was like, you're in gonna, town. We're gonna stand outside your hotel room and call you from there. I think the thing that annoyed me the most was and his videotape. Was it. his assistant started the email response with greetings from Ted Quarters. Ted Quarters. And I was like, oh. So, are you with CNN? No, we're with Decibel Geek. Oh, is that is that a subsidiary of Headline News? Right. No. no, no, we're just just Decibel Geek. So, is this got anything to do with like the Fox News channel? No, we're just we want. See if I said yes, they say you're in. We want to talk about rock and roll. But oh no, no, sorry. You know, we're just interested in getting the big headlines with crazy political speech. No, if 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 I got to interview Ted Nugent, close that door okay, real the, quick. and this is what you get when you listen to the VIP, you get to hear Aaron getting up from the computer, untangling about a million wires from his feet. Those are really cool high tops, by the way. And uh, going to the door to uh, close the door on our studio because the wind's going to blow it off, and Auntie M's going to say it's a twister, it's a twister. Uh, but yeah, Tennessee, we're in the middle of Tornado Alley in the backyard in a shed, so. Uh, were there kiss kites back in the seventies? There were. I bet there was. All right, um, <laughs> but uh, no, there were kiss kites. Yeah, uh, of course see. there were. There was kiss everything in the seventies. If there was now. still kites, there'd still be kiss kites. So M three uh, happened this weekend, the big festival up in Maryland. Right on. And uh, lots of good bands. At a lot that. of good bands. And uh, who I'm, do we know that was at that? Well, our friend Tyson Leslie is now the keyboardist in oh, yeah. Vixen, and That's he and he played at it. One of the most awesome keyboard players around. Yeah, next and he's to in Vixen. Him, him and Gary Corbett. They're not making him and dress like a girl, are they? Uh, no. Okay, good. He does have the hair for it, though. I wonder how many guys out in the crowd go, man, check out that pretty Asian girl playing. Yeah, look at that Vietnamese. <laughs> No, but he uh, he, he unfortunately um, had a run in with some uh, pot brownies that he didn't realize were spiked. That's and, always tough. And he was having a rough morning, from what I read. Especially when you don't expect it. Yeah, learn from Gene Simmons. You don't just go around eating brownies that people oh, eat laying around. That's one of my favorite Gene Simmons. That's stories. awesome. Yeah, speaking of Gary Corbett, very cool. Gary Corbett, I gotta I gotta bug him for a uh, photo for the Nashville Rock and Pot Expo. 
Gary's coming too? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's all about it. Right on. Um, of course he is. But yeah, well, we should chill for that a little while too, right? Yeah, of course. Nashville Rock and Pot Expo, Saturday, August 26, 2017, Music Valley Event Center, Nashville, Tennessee. Us two guys are going to be there. But on, sure. on top of that, a, a ton of other podcasts. Yep, a whole bunch of them. Do we have the list? Do we, can of we podcast? Yeah. Um, let me open it up real quick. Uh, fill some time while I pull up my well, Google Doc. I know we were talking earlier about what are we going to do. You know, we got to do a live decibel geek. Yes. So we're trying to figure out some good ideas of of what to do because it's we're you know we're not going to be able to play songs. So when we do it live, we well, we say, could, but it's going to be awkward if we do because <laughs> it's going to be us staring at a crowd while a song while plays a song for a minute plays. and a half. Yeah, it's, that's. I learned that from my friend Pat Francis, who hosts the Rock Solid podcast, because his show did, they did like a, it was like the LA Podcast Festival or something, yeah. and that, his whole format of the show is they play song clips, right? and they got there, and he was like, and they got through the first song, and he was like, I didn't realize how awkward this was going to be, playing these song clips in front of people, we're just staring at each other. Just standing so, there, we're like, well, are you going to fucking dance? Yeah, so it, do? it's just yeah. awkward, so no, it's like, it has to be all talk. Yeah. Okay, so the so li- I think we got something good. The list of confirmed firm shows and there's 24 of them nice decibel geek will be there top of the list yeah of course for my rock and roll with our friend uh bj cramp hell yeah podcast will be there the kiss which awesome uh, which the kiss room so i guess i could say 25 if you can consider the kiss room separate talk to me will be there mm-hmm. the guys, local h hater yeah, you guys can talk out the local h situation podcast yeah. rock city Joe Jody and D Rock will be Heck there. Yeah. Talking Metal, Mark Striegel's going to be there. Cool. Kiss My Wax slash Kiss My Boots is going to be there. Right I know on. Jason will at least be be here, and um, maybe Andrew, who was the drummer in one of the best Kiss tribute bands, and I can't remember Mister Speed. Oh, nice. But he's not with them now. Uh, Zilch, the Monkeys podcast, will be here. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast will mm. be here with a cast of thousands. Nice. <laughs> they got a lot of people coming? They do. A nice. bunch. They have awesome. a bunch of people. They've been the, the clubhouse leaders in money raised. So sure. it's basically going to be a big room full of people, a bunch of empty tables sitting around, and a whole shitload of people crowded. Are we at least parked next to them? I'll make sure we So are. we can hand out some so cards? We, we can pretend that we have an honor. Well, some of you guys are coming. Some of our Decibel Geek VIPs will be there. Yeah, awesome. So we'll have a few people there. So hopefully some of our regular listeners, too. Although Ralph and Ian have a number of listeners that listen to us, too. So I'm happy for that. Okay, good. Uh, and when we get by their crowd of people, we'll, we'll recruit <laughs> the rest of them, too. I'm, I'm just happy if anyone says hi. Uh, Cobras and Fire, well, one of which is going to be here. Baco will be here. Um Loose Cannon we're working on. Come on, Loose. You got to make it. Uh, Rock Strikes 10, Joey Haney's going to be here. Awesome. I'm looking forward to meeting him and his Heck wife. Yeah. Uh, Pods and Sods, Eric and Craig will be here. Very good. And I will make fun of them for their taste in uh, music, including Debbie Gibson. What the fuck? Um, although I shouldn't say that because Gary Corbett played keyboard for, for Debbie and uh, gave me a lot of shit for making fun of her before. He's like, she's a good girl. And you're the king of the Juice Newton fan club, so what the hell? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, the Double Stop, Brian Sword will be here. I like that show. That's a good I show. I like him, man. He does really good interviews. Yeah, uh, he does. Kiss FAQ will be here. Julian and Lonnie and Mark will be here. So the more names you go down on this list, the worst chances I think I have in a Kiss trivia contest if there is one to be held. I was thinking about doing that. Ages, I don't know if uh, I like the odds anymore. Ages of Rock will be here. Cool. All three of them. That Dandy Classic Music Hour. This is a band that came to my attention 
you know, way late in the game. But uh, the two guys that host the show here are, are Nashville locals. So and really, they, they, yeah, and they they do they do a really good show. I actually really enjoy it. So I'm gonna try to meet up. I do want have them to, to hit them in a club in the knee with a club or anything like that. What for turf or whatever? Well, yeah, because we're like we got to be the number one Nashville podcast <laughs> about music, right? Well, so we got to like nancy kerrigan that i shit. don't think they're doing any vinnie vincent specials so okay. i think we're safe all right cool i do want to okay, meet i'm up. looking forward to meeting them yeah i do want to meet up with those guys maybe even before the expo i was thinking about doing maybe kind of like a like a hangout with the the local guys that are that are going to be a part of the expo right on and our friend i will say they're not listed in the tables or whatever but our friend uh d brew from uh blame your brother yeah um, him and his guys are gonna they're gonna be coming to the expo to cover it because cool. they, they they really believe in you know the whole concept of it and everything debrew is awesome man and, good uh, friend yeah and he's he's a big michael butler fan from rock and roll geek show which i haven't gotten to him yet but he's like michael butler from rock and roll geek show is coming on and the longest tenured rock podcaster by far of yeah. all of us he's he literally was one of the very first podcasters ever like one of i think the first Five. Adam, awesome. Adam Curry himself brought Michael into podcasting. That's cool. So, That's awesome. Uh, Michael's been doing it forever, and uh, his show's always entertaining. But Debrew purchased one of his uh, $100 perks, so is going to co-host an episode of the Rock and Roll Geek. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear I was that. Like, Me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And like he, Oh, man, that's going to be awesome. He, <laughs> he mentioned it on the show with his his brother and uh, this guy, John. And they were like, what the fuck are you yeah, talking they were like, about? Yeah, they were like, why are you fawning over this guy that just hosts a podcast? He's like, you guys don't understand, You have no man. idea. Talk about Michael I'm Butler. excited to meet Michael Butler, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, that dude... <laughs> I mean, he's been doing it for a long time. Also played in Exodus. I mean, right? he's a cool guy. And other bands, too. Yeah. Was and he in Jet Boy for a minute? He was. He yeah. was. Well, there's a whole story on that right, one. Yeah. yeah, he got fired from Jet Boy on his own show. That's amazing. I wish that audio was still out there. I'm sure he doesn't, but it was. it's pretty entertaining. Maybe talk him into re-releasing it. <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe. Uh, let's see, who else? Classic rock drops. that, And that's the thing that's great about the Expo, and I want it to be that way for years to come it not only celebrates michael butler and ken mills from podcast right like people that have been doing it for years longer than we have also people that are just now getting into it and some people that are going to be launching around the time of the expo classic rock drops is a is low is uh staffed by a couple of guys that are here in tennessee and they're going to review certain albums you know each week right and, on. but the show will not be launching until around the time of the expo Oh, wow. So I'm kind of trying to do a past, present, and future of rock podcasting as part of the layout. Wow. That's so, just this whole thing just took on a whole deeper meaning. I'm trying to. Uh, I yeah. thought we were just going to party and have fun, but here we are changing the world. Oh, I'm, it's the whole we are the world. <laughs> we're going we're, we're we're gonna to put a song together and everything. Uh, also, uh, let's see, Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. Is wow. Awesome. Lee McCormick. I'm looking forward to meeting him. They're probably um, going to be the most popular ones there. You think so? Like the rest of us will show up and be like, "Where are all these Bruce Springsteen fans coming from? And why is there nobody here that respects Kiss?" I don't know. That'll be the side of the room that looks down on the rest of us. No, Lee's a good guy, and Lee's actually going to be the organizer of the jam session at the end of the night. Right on. So when we get to the end of the expo, and uh, you know the dealers pack up and everything. One of us, I'm gonna. Tr- I want you to MC if you're open to it. Sure, man. But whatever. I'll need you to go up on stage and to announce to the people that are left, you're allowed to stay if you like and listen to this. 
but be for warned. We're about to make some <laughs> ungodly noise up in here. Just know. Oh, man. Because it's a bunch of uh, hack musicians that are going to be getting on stage. That's awesome. By that point, me and Ian would be able to get up there and trade off our best Jim Morrison impersonations. Oh, God. <laughs> and then closing out, Cheap Talk mm. with trip, with Trick Chat, which Ken Mills and BJ Cramp has a Cheap Trick podcast. Right on. So that'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. That's a lot of really good podcasts. And you know, since we're doing this and it's just kind of off the cuff, mm-hmm. I'd like to offer an apology Uh-oh. because when this all started, you know, like you came to me with the idea, and I was like, "Oh wow, that sounds that cool." Total, and then, like the next head. thing I know, know, like a week or so later, it's like, "Yeah, it's already happening." And these are all the podcasts that are coming, and uh-huh. and you know, it's all this is all set in stone, and here it goes. And I should have been like, "Wait." We forgot about Guarcast. Oh, right. Because I would have really loved it if Guarcast could have been there, but we didn't invite him because I didn't think of it in time. So there's always next year. So we got to do it next year. Well, yeah. I And, I, and I'd uh, like to officially put out the invitation for next year to Guarcast because I think yeah. those guys are awesome. Well, and I want to mix it up. You know, Of course, I mean, some of the shows will, will be back next year. I, I definitely want Decibel Geek to be invited again. Yeah, I hope we get invited but, uh, back. No, I want, the goal is to make this That's the idea of having it, in, having it in Nashville yeah. is because then we don't have to worry about not being invited. Right. Because it's in Nashville. We have to be here. Right. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's part of the reason I did. But also, you know, and and uh, not to make this into just a giant thing for the expo, but you know, we're excited about this guy. So I mean, we want you to be too. Um, and you can always go to GoFundMe, look up Nashville Rock and Pot Expo, and make a donation to help us. Yeah, make, you know, help us cover the cost. Right, because that's expensive. the thing. Because when the whole idea of the Rock and Pot Expo was new and everybody was excited, you know, we got a whole bunch of people pledging and a whole lot of people contributing, and it was really awesome. But we're not quite to our goal yet. Right, and it's kind of petered off a little. It's slowed you know? down a lot. So we want you guys to to re up again if you yeah. can reach down a little further pitch a little more in if you can you know we still do we have any perks left Yeah we've got like a, Is your Kiss book still available It's still available The uh, vintage Kiss photos book is still available Come on guys I mean if you're a Kiss book collector then that's a must-have because there's not very many of them out there Well you need to talk to Dave Shirt and get him to put out the word That's a good idea and. uh Hopefully it doesn't piss anybody else off, but um, but no, I got to do that, and okay. uh, we've got a we got a handful of different ones. We've got a couple of packages left. One of yeah. them has a Mark Slaughter autograph eight by ten, a Ricky Rocket signed postcard. One's got a Mark Slaughter eight eight by ten autographed, and also a Bobby Rock postcard. Right. On. So if you want half of the Vinnie Vincent Invasion autographs, then uh, that perk is still available. Right, and then you ain't got too far to go. And if you get that Vinnie Vincent one, then you oh got yeah, something. good luck with that. Then you got something. Good luck with but that. We can help you get halfway there. We can. But so, uh, anything then, else happening in the news? Let's see. Anything exciting? Well, uh, anything to argue about? Anything to argue about? Let's see. Uh, Bobby Blotzer's awesome. I don't care what everybody else on earth says. Oh God! Don't tell me you're going to take that no, side in the know. argument. Probably Jesus not. Christ! We might have it. We might be done with doing podcasting if that's the case. Uh. Well, I do need to thank uh, Decibel Geek VIP Sonny Pooney, who uh, sent out some really cool stuff to us. A Jeff Scott Soto biography and uh, Richie Cotton live DVDs and his new CD. I know, because he didn't bring it over. Well, All I get what? to do is keep hearing about it. Oh, hearing about how awesome this package right. from Sonny Pooney is. Pull the curtain back on that. But, uh... <laughs> All right, so 
uh, I mentioned the M3 Festival. I'm going through Metal Sludge, which is the best place to get news for yeah. rock, and, rock and metal stuff. Although there is a topic titled England, Dan, and John Ford Coley just flat out fucking rule. So I don't know. Maybe we're having problems mm. there. See, Skype ain't the only thing down. That's pretty weird. Uh, there's a metal-themed vegan restaurant call in Pittsburgh called Onion Maiden. Wow. Because what's more metal than being vegan? Pretty metal. I'll ask Ricky Rocket. He's vegan. Yeah. Well, I guess there are oh. exceptions to the rule. Uh, Zach Wild. Zach Wild back, yeah. back in the Ozzy Woo. Osbourne band. Awesome. I'm disappointed. Love it. What? I wanted Jakey Lee. That would have been pretty cool, I too. I think Jake's earned his shot. He's proven he can do it again. That would have been pretty cool. You know what? Oh, man, that would have been pretty cool. I love it that Zach is back in the band, though. But Yeah, I'll a, take Zach a, over Gus A G. new album with Jakey Lee. How cool would that have been? That would have been awesome. That Red Dragon Cartel album was kick Although he's ass. working on another one, too. Yeah? yeah? Well, that's good, then. So I'd be happy to hear what he does with that. And that like Red Dragon Cartel, a lot of people made fun of Jaron James Smith uh, for his vocals. I thought he had a unique voice. I, I mean, he's not... Yeah. Of course, he's not they're like, he's no Aussie. I'm like, well, who the fuck is? Right. But then, you know, it, it's got to kind of suck for him because... In my opinion, the best song on that album was the one he did with uh, with Robin from Cheap Trick. That song is fucking awesome. That's Feeder. Funny. Yeah. Feeder is one yep. of the best hard rock songs to come out in years. That's a great song. It's an amazing song. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can get dude to sing the whole album, now you got something. Yeah. But the singer for the rest of the stuff, man, you know, not bad, but... When yeah. you got Robin Zander on there on a track, and then you listen to the next guy, then it's like, oh, yeah, there's a big That's drop hard. off here. Yeah, and forget about the Paul Diano track on that album. Yeah. It's not good. No, that's not really um, good. But that Robin Zander track is fan fucking tastic. But while, I mean, I'm happy Zach's back in the band, though. I mean, I'm happy Ozzy's doing it still, but I want to hear a new album. You know, I, right. I, I mean, touring is fine, but you know what you're going to get. Well, I think the last thing I read, too, was because at first they said, well, he's back for the tour, but who knows about a new album? But then the, the mm-hmm. next thing that was released that I read, which, fuck, nowadays, who knows if it's fake news or not, but right. they said he is down for the next album. Okay. Well, so that's great. Be interesting. That means Black Label's getting put on hold for a while, though. True. Yeah. But what has he really been doing lately? I mean, he released the acoustic album yeah. not all that while ago. The the last studio album before that and he's was, been doing was that, freaking awesome. Doing that uh, Zach, Zach Sabbath. Sabbath thing. Yeah. He's so been he's doing kind a of already been back in Aussie mode anyway. Right. Uh, that would have been great to have Jakey e. Lee back. And anybody that's Jakey e. Lee fan, I highly recommend that Enough's Enough album Dissonance that he plays on because. You know, as crazy it sounds, and I think that came out in 2015, 2014, 15, somewhere around in there. It's one of my all-time favorite Enough's Enough albums, mm-hmm. and being that it's weird because it was the last one with Donnie before all the funny stuff happened, but right. with Jakey e. Lee on there rocking that stuff out, it takes it back to, like, Derek Frigo days, yeah. you know, because that's how that guy played. Mm-hmm. And that Dissonance album with Jakey e. Lee on it is just freaking killer we need to do a chicago rock episode yeah we used to do those ones oh, where, where you come, where you come from? from yeah because Chica- chicago's got some serious stuff there yeah i mean we could do all kinds of places that was the idea with that was let's foot. come up with a with a concept that we can revisit again and again and again which was a great concept that we could do that with but we get busy <laughs> we could have done that today um if we'd have done we, any we homework. Had no homework so right um another we'll do one of them we'll do a uh, illinois one yeah we should do that and then another story that uh came out this week was in regards to the m3 festival uh faster pussycat uh tamey down is in the hospital really yeah you haven't heard this no 
Yeah, down with pneumonia. Damn. And uh, so, so their performance at M3 featured a bunch of guest vocalists doing the songs. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, he's he's still in the hospital and has been for, I think, three or four days now. Wow, that sucks, so, man. Yeah. Come on, Tammy Don. I heard that he's down this. to a pack a day in the hospital. That's good. I figure they got to give him his own. There was a thing. There was a thing this last boy. It was. It's been months now back, but uh, Fast Pussycat went up and played a little place in Wisconsin, uh-huh. right around my hometown. You know, and on Facebook, I got a lot of friends up in that area, so I see a lot of the news and stuff. And they actually like shut down the show because Tammy Down was up there smoking cigarettes. Oh, really? I mean, it was like the owners were like, "No smoking on stage." Don't book that band, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, if you know anything about Fast Pussycat, Tammy Down smokes That's the entire time he's show. on stage. Yeah, it's part of it. And so he gets up there smoking. They shut his ass down. You know, and it's like, oh, geez, you know, yeah, I, I get it. You know that you got yeah. rules. You ought to respect them, but. You did book Faster Pussycat. Dude's going to smoke a pack on stage. Yeah, when they played Farm Rock, I think I counted eight. Yeah? Eight cigarettes in half an hour. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, I love me a good <laughs> cigarette, but I don't know about smoking at that pace. It's like one a minute. It was Maybe nuts. that's the way to quit. Uh, maybe. Some, yeah, I want you to smoke at Tammy Down pace, and yeah. within a day, you will never smoke again. Sludge reporting. They well, a lot of love to Tammy Down, man. I hope he pulls through. Love Faster Pussycat. Love that dude. What else is going on? Uh, Nickelback mm. released a new song. That uh, moving on. Is it any good? Uh, <laughs> how would I? How it? would I know? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't waiting to hear it. Uh, no. For uh, as much shit as you get as being a Nickelback hater, I think you'd just be chomping at the bit for them to come out with something awesome. So you'd be like, guess what, everybody? I don't hate him anymore. Right. Uh, Joey Belladonna no. was interviewed on uh, his role in Anthrax and how he feels about it. And he essentially said, I'm content, but I'm not overjoyed. Hmm. I guess. I mean, they came back. They came out with that first album, which was freaking killer. Yeah. The second one. Mm. Well, for all kings, I'm not a fan of that. I, lo- I love worship music with him. Yeah, worship music was for really all good. kings. It, it's it was a step down from the well, album it's got, previous. Like I've told everybody, it's got pieces of songs that could be great, but it's it's not honed. Like, Seems rushed. I don't maybe. know about rushed, even, but lazy. Like yeah. it just there's there's riffs here and there that I like, but they're not songs that I like. Too scattered, kind of. Yeah, yeah. and like Jonathan Danaeus, the uh, the new lead guitar player, he's great. Like he's the big bright spot on the record, in yeah. my opinion. But the songs just don't sound cohesive. They just they just sound like that's a good riff. Well, that's also a good riff. Let's put them together. What's it's, John Bush up to nowadays? Uh John Bush is back in Armored Saint. Yeah. They just put a new live album out. Okay. 
Yeah, and, and they've been doing good. That last album of theirs was pretty kick-ass. But he, well, yeah, went hands down. Yeah, so it would take a lot to get him back at this point. Oh, I don't think he's going back to work with them. I mean, because if I mean, it seems like the the whole return to Belladonna thing has kind of tired itself out a little bit. He had the option of coming back, yeah, and he turned them down because that was going to be a dual. Well, thing, Well, remember right? they did the reunion tour with Joey, and that was just a tour. Yeah, and then then they got Dan Nelson to sing for them, and that was what was going to be worship music, right? And they finished the whole record with him. And, and then decided they didn't like him. And then kicked him out of the band. And then they brought Joey back in. But before they brought Joey back in, they offered John the job. Yeah. And John turned him down. Hmm. Would have been interesting to see what John would have done with worship music. I think Joey is perfect for worship music. Yeah. Because if you listen to it, it's he's the right guy for it. Right. But... John had the option of going back, and he didn't like how wishy-washy they had been with him because he'd like gone out and done European festivals and stuff. And then they were like, "Okay, thanks for the thanks for the work, and now now we're going to get Joey back." Right. So he's like, "Well, I'm not going to." Well, screw you. He didn't want to be ping pong back and forth like that. Right. And also, John makes a fortune doing voiceover work. You know, his his, because he's Burger King. He's the Burger King. Nice. And his wife owns a company that does voiceover work. So. She's the breadwinner of the family. Yeah. So he doesn't have to work. And that's why Armored Saint got back together because he enjoys working with those guys. Hmm. And When Hands Down is a great record. I mean, makes me think that if our wives had better jobs, we could just do this every day. So it's our wives' fault. It's our wives' fault we we can't broadcast Decibel Geek every single day. I'm going to go home and tell her. Could you guys imagine waking (laughs) up in the morning and turning on and Decibel Geek is there with you every morning? Like our every morning show? I have to do the whole zoo crew shit. Well, we wouldn't have to read weather at the we nines get, or nothing. Well, you would if you're on the actual radio. We're not on actual radio. I We're know. podcasters. You have to get a chick to come in and read the news and all that. Well, we could do that. No. But not our wives, because they got to work. Anthony used to call it a hole. Oh. <laughs> like a show always you gets worse when you have a hole. Yeah. No, they call the, the woman the hole. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Like, yeah, you gotta bring a woman in, bring a hole in to read the news. Yeah, it's, let's it's not unfunny. do that. Suddenly, it's not appealing anymore. Yeah, I'm happy doing a podcast. Yeah, but no, that's uh, so that's what's going on with Joey and and John, well, Joey Belladonna and Anthrax. Which you know, every time I see photos of them together, they just they look miserable. So hmm. like, I think they're almost doing it all for the money now. Well, that's no good. Well, that's one of those bands like they've put out more the, of the big four. They're my favorite, and they've put up so much amazing material and they hate each other it's too bad yeah it's too bad but yeah they're stuck together they kind of are i mean it works and then uh ricky rocket was asked why um poison doesn't do a new record and he says i don't know why well i'll tell you why brett michaels well of course uh i think brett realizes that He's going to make the same amount of money on his own that he will if he splits it four ways with Poison. So, right. So he cuts those guys out of the picture. But how many Brett Michaels albums are really selling? Like, if he puts out a brand new album today, and granted it's going to have some stupid But how much is a covers, Poison album going to sell, to be honest? I got to think more than Brett Michaels. Not by much, though. Not by much, but I think... It's the same demographic buying them. True. But if Poison comes out with a new album, I'm more excited about it. Oh, I am too, like but if, we're the if, minority. Because like if Poison comes out with a new album, I'm going to probably get it that first week. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. 
But if Brad Michaels comes out with a new album, I'm probably not going to get it. Maybe not at all. Mm-hmm. Even if you got Ace Fraley on it. Oh, his solo work is shit. Yeah. This is also you, what you get with VIP. You get us being brutally honest about people. You could get a you could get a one greatest hits out of Brett Michaels if you took all his solo stuff that he's done. You, you could probably put together one album of decent stuff. And most of it's gonna come off the uh the soundtrack for that weird movie. Letter from Death Row. Yeah. That's a lot of that's got CC playing on it. Somebody needs to do a uh, live commentary of that movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not me. There's a reason Brett Michaels is still not acting. I watched that movie. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I threw about 10 minutes of it. Oh, my, like, my wife is in love with Brett Michaels. He did another one with Charlie Sheen. That's the one, ain't it? Well, he did Letter from Death Row and then... Oh, that was with the dad. Yeah. But Charlie Sheen's in that, too. The other one's called No Code of Conduct or something like that. Hmm. I don't remember. But, I don't know, he's a terrible But he's just Brett Michaels. Yeah. You know, whatever role he's in, he's Brett Michaels. Yeah. But no, Hey, you gotta respect the guy. He won the fucking Celebrity Apprentice. That was awesome. You gotta admit that. I guess. Out of all those people that are on that show, the rock and roller wins it, the long-haired dude. I love it. I'll give him credit on being an entrepreneur. I mean, he's done that. The guy has fucking stuff at Petco for a... That's true, he does. But I'd like to see Poison do something, but more so for the other guy's sake, not just for his, but... I'd like to see Poison come out with a kick-ass new album of all new songs that that the four of the guys sat down and wrote together, because clearly they can write good songs together. Holly Mm. Weird... The last thing they came out with years and years and years yeah. and years ago now was pretty good. It was okay. It had some really good... Power to the People was good. Power to the People was really good. Power, yeah, yeah. That's got some good songs on it. Really good songs. I even love CC's song on that. I that hate CC, everybody in your, every bone in your body but mine. That song is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Title track's good. Yeah, Power to the People. That's like the heaviest song I think they ever did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I Can't, saw them on can't that Bring tour. Me Down is yeah. really good on that album, too. But now I'd like to see him do something. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, from what I've seen online, though, with the uh, videos, they they're kicking ass on that tour with Tesla and Def Leppard. Yeah, I bet. They're I bet they are. Job. And you know, impressing people. Brad Michaels has got to get up there on that stage when it's the the original band together and say, "Man, this just feels better than just hiring some guys and bringing them out." I would hope. But one thing I'll give the guy credit on is he's showcasing the other guys in the band as much as he can good so like he's you know he's yelling out their names and stuff when it comes to their parts it'd be counterproductive not to because i mean you don't i mean when you're just seeing brett michaels you don't get that so you know it's like you should differentiate between this is a brett michaels and band show versus this is poison you know it poison should be something yeah better than you would think yeah so let's get into the uh album tournament Oh, yeah, because this is something we do pretty regularly on our Chris and Aaron VIP show, and that's the random CD tournament of Doom. I thought you were going to say take a piss. Oh. 
Okay. Well, I was going to edit that out. So it's a tournament of doom. Are we gonna, are we going to name this in honor of somebody? Um. Well, normally what we do is we take somebody that's not you know known for Decibel Geek and we name the tournament off after them. Mm-hmm. Has anybody passed away recently at all that you know? Of? You know what? Uh, I got one. The guy from Boston. I got one, and not to bring it down or anything, but mm-hmm. I'd just like to give a shout out to my awesome friend Red Dog. Red Dog was a dude I've known since shit the early 90s and mm-hmm. he was a best friend of mine and he was 56 years old and he had a massive heart attack in Merrill, wisconsin and passed away oh i'm sorry man. so let's make this the red dog memorial tournament okay the one on the vip if you're not a vip was uh alan holdsworth that's right that was the last one yeah yeah, yeah we did three in a row of them same cds yeah people keep VIPs dying so though. we gotta keep doing these these tournaments right just so. like joey on rock strikes 10 doing the fallen episodes yeah. i told him i was like i think you could do a fallen episode for uh for almost once a week with the way these people are dying yeah that's true okay it's a bummer so so um, we got the so CDs all so stacked gonna, up. Are you going to go first? It doesn't matter to me. Are we going to do two? Or are we just going to do one? Or? Doesn't ma- whatever you want to do. Well, let's just do one. We'll do yours, and I'll argue with you the whole time. Okay. All right. So what are we doing? Okay, so we so, got 16 CDs picked at random, mostly random. We try to make them ones that at least everybody's kind of heard of so that, you know, you know what the hell we're talking yeah, about. you don't want to hear some independent band from nowhere. Right. And be like, I've never heard of that one, so right. this no other fun. one automatically wins. So we got a pretty good stack here, and they're all pretty random, so here we go. Okay. This is the first matchup in the first round, and it's a good one. It's the David Lee Roth Band album, good old DLR. That's an awesome one with John Five on it, mm-hmm. versus a classic Kiss Destroyer. I'll go with DLR Band. Really? And I'll tell you why. Over Destroyer? Destroyer is an overrated album. I agree. I agree. Way overrated. Okay, let's talk about this. I do this. like the one you have that you're showing me, though, because yeah, it's because got the German is, S's. Yeah, this is a German Destroyer CD yeah. from the Decibel Geek Library Tis. with the, the two ninety nine Goodwill sticker on it. Yes. But it was cheaper than that because I got it on Yellow Day. It's an import. And it's an import, and I found it at Goodwill. I couldn't believe it. So let's look at the songs, because you've been disparaging about destroyer here lately i'm not saying it sucks this is this is a good time to have this conversation as we we kick off this tournament let's talk about destroyer it's got detroit rock city Mm -hmm. king of the nighttime world Mm. god of thunder great expectations i mean so far so good flaming youth sweet pain shout it out loud beth and do you love me Mm -hmm. what's not to love about those songs I think it, well, I'm speak the when I say overrated, I'm speaking more from a from a standpoint of where I'm at now and the praise that it gets compared to other albums. Okay, all right. So, look. okay, the reason I think Destroyer is overrated because obviously I've just listed a bunch of really great songs. Some, and <laughs> I don't agree with you on all of them. The reason I think Destroyer feels overrated is because for how many years as Kiss fans, it was we have been. Yeah. Every album that comes out, what do they say about it? It's Destroyer meets Revenge. It's going to be the next Destroyer. Yeah, I, it's going to be the next Destroyer. They said it about Hot in the Shade. Yeah. They said it about Crazy Nights. It's their, they it's said their it about, benchmark. Right. I think the band's most proud of it as a studio album. So what's what's wrong with it? Why doesn't... There's nothing wrong is, with so it. So Kiss Destroyer is not in your top five Kiss albums. No, it's not. Okay. That came out on Facebook this week. Right, yeah. Which I was confused, so I added live albums. But I uh, think that's cheating. I think, but people were adding solo albums nah, too. That's cheating too. I think so too. My top—that's my top five studio albums. 
I think Destroyer is overrated in the big picture of things, but damn, you know, Detroit Rock City overplayed. Yes. Yeah. As far as Kiss fans go, yeah, it's it's an no, overplayed song. No, I'm not song. disparaging the song. Okay, but... so what's wrong with it? <sighs> that stinking Bob Ezrin's production not good no, enough. No, I for love you his production. It? But no, I it's more of I don't know. I just. Okay, so it's got ten tracks on it, right? Let's let's give it the old. Do Camar- you love me? I think sucks. I, really? I, I have never liked that song. Really? Nope. Don't like it. Oh, I hate shit. when they play it in concert. Okay, so so then let's. Beth is overrated. As right? Shit. Yeah, I don't take Beth. Shout it out loud. Shout out loud. I like. Okay, so, I like that better than Detroit Rock City. So you would give shout it out loud a plus instead of a minus? Yeah. Okay, sweet pain. Uh, I can take it or leave it. All right, you give it a plus or a minus. You keep it Why or leave it. Why does that have to be plus or minus? This is, well, we're going to do the math. We're going to give it the Camaro <sighs> cutout in uh, rating. Sweet Pain's kind of lame. I'd give it a minus. Okay. Flaming Youth. I'd give that a plus. Okay. Great Expectations. When I was 12, a plus, but now I'd give it a minus. Minus. God of Thunder. Plus. King of the Nighttime World. Plus. Detroit Rock City. Plus. So it's half-half, basically, for, for you. For me, yeah. Yeah. Now, when I was 12, 13 years old... This was the greatest album ever created. Yeah. But, you know, I'm speaking from a standpoint of a 40-year-old guy who's burned out on a lot of the stuff. I get that. And King of the Nighttime World's a cover song. The Hollywood Stars did that song before Kiss did. They didn't do it as good as Kiss no, did, No, they didn't, but I'm just saying it's not an original song. And no, most people don't know that. Most people don't say, well, that's a cover song. I actually met the guy from the Hollywood Stars at a Kiss convention in Nashville. Yeah? Yep. Mark, his name is Mark Anthony. Was he standing out front with a piece of cardboard that said, I wrote King of the Nighttime World? He he had a booth. Did he really? Nice. Yeah. And he, uh, no, he actually had, I don't know how he had them, though, but he had like projector slides of uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom. Like, oh, wow. He was selling like original prints of projector slides. Wow. Yeah. That's Which pretty I was cool. broke that day. I couldn't buy anything. But yeah, he had some really cool stuff. But he was kind of an egotistical douche, too. I think if I was going to re- rate this one... It's half and half for me. I'd give it a plus for Detroit Rock City, plus for King of the Nighttime World, plus for God of Thunder, plus for Great Expectations, plus for Flaming Youth, plus for Sweet Pain. Shout Out Loud's a great song. I mean, it's kind of, you know, like you say, as Kiss fans... I'll go, take Shout It Out Loud over Rock and Roll All Night. Beth Minus... And I I love Do You Love Me. Do you? So Do you love to me, me lame in my to opinion. me the only downfall on this album is Kiss's greatest hit is Beth. The best song on the album is Rock and Roll Party, the out, the outro track. That's not on this one though. That's not on the German. That's on Resurrected. <laughs> I'm totally playing. But yeah, I remember when my parents heard that for the first time. Like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, it's Kiss. They're like, that sounds demonic. Awesome. Do you know what it is though? It's well. It's part of. It's a uh, clip from Alive. Yeah, and it's right. Paul saying, "Looks like we're gonna have ourselves a rock and roll party." But when you hear it's and it's. But slu- then it's got some a great expectation kind of keyboard. Yeah, mixed but in it too. it's a mix of like two or three things, but you're hearing it at one level and it's being slowed down as it goes, like it's a loop. Yeah, and then as it gets slower and slower, you can make out what's being said. Right. That's on. really all. It's just a studio trick. So I don't know if I can accept you taking DLR band over Detroit. As far as what I would reach uh, for right now, I would totally pick DLR band over Destroyer. Okay. All right, then. God, that was a long buildup for one pick. Fine. 16 more to go, folks. I I tried to talk you out of it, but here we go. Here's the next ones. Badlands debut album. There's Eric Singer right on the cover there. Uh Versus Anthrax, Sound of White Noise. That's a tough one. That is pretty tough. I love both of these. 
Um, shit. They're both really strong records. What would I pick? Mm. We talked about this on the last VIP episode, and it's like when it comes down to the difficult times, and we and we do these CD tournaments pretty randomly and oftenly. But uh, if if you jumped into your car, if you guys can picture this, but and even you, that and you doesn't looked, help me right now. You looked over onto the seat <laughs> next to you, and you're about to take off, and there's two CDs sitting there. They're the only ones in the car. One of them is Sound of White Noise. One of is the other one is the Badlands debut. Yeah, and you got to choose which one am I putting in first. I'd go with Sound of White Noise. Okay. That's hard, though. I love Badlands. All right, what's next? All right, up next we got Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, mm-hmm. and another album that really is a lot like that one, mm-hmm. Tool, Opiate. Uh, I'd go with Tool. You're going to go with Tool over Meatloaf? Yeah. Okay, and that's a weird Tool album, too. That's my favorite Tool album. Yeah? Yeah, love it. Peace. All right. Part of me is a killer song here's a nice big four battle right here metallica ride lightning versus megadeth countdown to extinction Mm. that's really tough too i'd go with ride lightning okay ride lightning moves on for you all right up next we got rat is this that's detonator? Oh, this is detonator. Nice mm-hmm. versus metal church blessing in disguise. Uh, I'm going with rat. Go with rat on that, that one. Detonator is that album, pretty easy? That's the Desmond Child produced detonator album. That's right. That's Their right. most commercial sounding. All right. I, I love that record. Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls versus Soundgarden, Louder, Louder Than, Than Love. Love. That's a good Soundgarden album. I would Just go can't with fuck with Crue though. Against Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, Girls, Girls is a low point in that version of the band's history. Kind of. I don't like it. I'd go with Soundgarden. Let's see how many tracks on here. Ten. Let's do the same criteria with this one. Jailhouse Rock, live, minus. Yeah. You're All I Need. The ballad fan in me will say it's a plus. I say it's a plus, and I'm not even a huge the fact ballad that it's guy. Also That's an a, awesome it's a, ballad. Especially the fact that it's a ballad about murdering It's somebody. a ballad about murder. <laughs> That's a plus. I don't care who you are. Oh, uh, Something for nothing? No, I don't like that one. What? It's a, you've played it on the show. I didn't like it. All in the name of? That's I like that one. you got to give that one a that plus. That was their set opener on that tour. Five Years Dead? Don't like it. <laughs> Dang. Nona? Terrible. <laughs> Fucking terrible. All right, that's unanimous minus. Bad Boy Boogie. No. No? No. Damn. Terrible. Dancing on Glass. Terrible. Damn. No, I don't like this record. Girls, Girls, Girls. Overrated. It's wild good. Side. Girls, 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 and Wild Side are good songs. I'll give them that. So you're basically three out of ten yeah, on this. Holy it's, shit. It's not one of my favorite records. Let's see. The only ones I'd minus on here would be Jailhouse Rock. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Nona. And that's it. I like the rest. Do you? Yeah. Do you like Bad Boy Boogie? I like Bad Boy Boogie. Fucking Bad awful is song. bad. Terrible song. No, give me Soundgarden. Okay. Yeah. Soundgarden moves on. Motley Crue moves out. Offspring, Smash. Okay, whatever's going against that. That's the good one. Nice. Motorhead Aftershock. Yeah, give me Aftershock. All right. I don't like Offspring. Oh, although my band did play a couple of Offspring songs back in high school. That's a damn good Offspring album. We though. played uh, Keep Them Separated and um, Self Esteem. Yeah? yeah? I like those songs. Overplayed back in the day. Yeah, but, but we played them at parties. 
All right. All right. Tesla into the now. Into the now. That's how familiar are you with that one? It's pretty good. All right. Versus blind melon soup. How familiar are you with that I'm one? I'm more familiar with soup. Yeah. That's hard. I love that album. Soup. I like both of them. Um, Tesla's Into the Now is really good. It's too. good, but it's not one of their best albums. Well, it's not one of their classics no. for sure. It's a but new, it was a good newer. It was kind of their comeback record, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways, I guess it was. I'm my, as far as awesomeness, it was just really out of good. favoritism. I'm gonna go with Tesla because it's more of a tie All right. to me. All right. So okay. that's round one's over with. Now, now we go to round two. Now we go to round two. Let's harder. start back at the top. It starts off soft, now it gets hard. That joke never gets old. It never gets funny. All right. All right. Anthrax, Sound of White Noise versus DLR Band. <sighs> Fuck. That's a good matchup right there. A, that's a tough one to choose between. Uh, shit. If I'm going on my sentimental pick, I'll go with Anthrax. All right. That's hard to pick against DLR Band. Ride Lightning. Versus Opiate by Tool. I'm about to say something that's pretty unpopular. I bet. If you're saying what you think I'm about. Of the early Metallica records, uh, Ride the Lightning's my least favorite. Man. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It it's, is It is great. great but it's I, fucking great. But I will take Kill Em All and Master over it any day. Um, yeah, Kill Em All for sure. Master. You don't think wow. Master of Pups yeah, is better than Ride I guess the Lightning? You're right. Come on. I guess that's you're them right. at their absolute peak. Man, but Ride the Lightning's awesome too. But I love Kill Em All the best because it's them at their rawest. Right. And me it's, too. it's the stuff they came up with in a garage. Right. Yeah, that's my favorite. Ride the Lightning album. is good, although I would, I would have had a different producer for it. Um, Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. See, Opiate. Songs are great. Opiate has a real personal connection with me because it's. It was, I listened, that album was one of those that I wore out when I was in college. And I would get fucked up and listen to that record on repeat. But it's really just an EP. It is an EP. With some live tracks on it. But even the live tracks are amazing. Let me see it. So were were the live tracks on there, were they ever released as studio tracks? No. No. So it's pretty much an album. Okay. The song on here, Jerk Off. Uh Uh-huh. Has a scream from Maynard James Keenan where he goes, he says, die. When he starts singing the word die and finishes, it's about a minute and a half before he's finished with singing that one word. I think we've played that like way, way back. That alone puts this way up high in Michael. I mean, this dude, I. But does it lift (sighs) it above Ride the Lightning? I mean, come on. But this is my personal. Okay. All but I mean, right. are, are we going off what I feel personally? Like it what is. I would reach for? No, it's totally what you feel personally. I'd listen to Opiate before I would listen to Rod Lane. Wow. So Tool goes on. Wow. Okay. Goodbye, Mr. Alex. It's going to be some hate for this one. All right. All right. Up next, we got Rat Detonator versus Soundgarden's Louder Than Love. Give me Rat. All right. And in the final matchup of the second round, Motorhead Aftershock versus Tesla's Into the Now. That's a tough matchup. Aftershock had to grow on me. I liked it, but it, it got better as I listened to it. Into the Now I liked from day one, although I never liked it more after day one either. Yeah. I'm a little kind of meh on both of these. Um, hmm. But I want to borrow Aftershock when I leave here. 
Fuck. Uh, I'll take Tesla. All right. I don't like doing it, though. Okay, so then that brings us down to the final four. All right. And your side of things here. See, why do you need basketball when you can just listen to this? Right. So Tool versus Anthrax. <sighs> Fuck. Two albums that mean a whole lot to me from the same era, too. Like, I'd listen to these one and two in my car. Yeah. Um Fuck. I will give the nod to Anthrax only because it's a full album. Okay. All right. So Anthrax advances. This is a hard one. Rat Detonator versus one that I'm kind of surprised it made it this far. Tesla's into the now. Uh, it's, it's it's time is over because yeah. I'm taking Rat Detonator over that. Okay. So this is the Boy, final year a, tournament. What then. a weird championship this is. Two very different very albums. Different. Two very different bands. Rat versus Anthrax. But a, but a very difficult choice, personally. Yeah. Because I love both of these. Fuck. Like you said, they're both pretty different. Rat's got some great stuff on this album. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah, Love and Use Dirty Love Job. I like One Step Away, even though Blotzer's part of the writing. Yeah. Um, there's some Gosh. good stuff on it. Giving Yourself Away is a decent ballad. But you just can't But then you got Potter's Field, album. you got Only, you got just go down High Pro and... Glow, you got, I mean, that's a fucking Sodium b- Black Lodge. Burst, yeah. I got to go with Anthrax. So Anthrax yeah. is the winner for you. Yeah. Anthrax, right. Sound of White Noise. You got time for me to do it? Yeah. I think we do. All right, let me mix them back up. So Aaron's going to mix them back up. This is, I mean, if you guys are interested in doing the VIP thing, you'll get stuff like this regularly. And uh, not that I'm trying to shill too much, although it's nice to get more VIPs. And we also have a cool uh, VIP Facebook group that guys post really cool stuff in that they find online. And Aaron and I will share certain things. Like if we have a guest that we want to break news on early, we'll share that with the VIPs. They'll find out before everyone else. It's just a cool way of connecting with some of the the more hardcore fans of Decibel Geek. And if you're not a giant hardcore fan of Decibel Geek, no problem. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the little preview, though. So Aaron's mixing up the CDs now. Man, and I didn't think Anthrax Sound of White Noise was going to win among that that grouping of albums, but that's pretty cool. You never know. And that, that, this is where actually having physical product helps. Right. Because we can look at them. Sure. All right. It so, helps me a lot when we do the research for this show, too, because, I mean, I'm telling you, when it comes to learning about a band or learning about an album, there is no better place to go look. So I'm mixing them up, too. Than in the album sleeves themselves. All right. So I'm going to mix them up just a little bit more. Okay. And then we'll get started. All right. So. All right. So round two. This is okay. Aaron. Let's see how this shakes out with Let's Aaron Let's see if Camaro. Anthrax wins for me, too. All right. So starting out, we got Blind Melon Soup mm-hmm. versus Motorhead Aftershock. Oh, fuck. Um... Shit, I love soup, man. I love that album. I love soup too, especially chicken noodle. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, that clam chowder is pretty good. Hmm. That wasn't clam chowder. No. <laughs> Aftershock's a really great album, and I think almost any Motorhead album will beat any Blind Melon album anytime. But Except now, oh, you're gonna God. go with soup. It burns me inside to say so, but wow. Wow. Okay, Motorhead eliminated. I think we're gonna go with one. soup on that one because that's damn. I love Blind Melon. All right. I can't help myself. Soundgarden, louder than love. Uh huh. Versus Metallica, ride the lightning. That's easy for me. Yeah, I go with Metallica on. on that okay, one. Okay, I figured that. All right. 
DLR band. Okay. Versus the Offspring. Oh Smash. man, and I was just singing the praises of that Offspring album when you were picking, but yeah, I got to go with DLR. That's a really great album. If you if there's anybody out there that loves Van Halen that hasn't listened to that David Lee Roth album or even somebody that thinks they're a big John 5 fan and hasn't checked that album out. Oh, you're missing out. Big time in either case. Um and also a pretty nice picture of Betty Page on the cover. I remember I was working on radio when that came out, yeah. and I was super excited. And I think the song was "Black Light." Yep. And I was like, "Shit, man, this is better than anything Van Halen's doing." This it's is, a hidden gem; like it, it really never is. gets any press. No, be, just because of the time it came out. You know, yep. it was hard to play the new David Lee Ross song in between Corn and Limp Biscuit. That's true. All right, next up we got Megadeth "Countdown to Extinction" versus Kiss Destroyer. Oh man, now you're gonna make me into a hypocrite. <laughs> Countdown to Extinction is overrated. No, Countdown to Extinction is not overrated. It's an amazing album from the first note to the last. Kiss Destroyer. One of the first uh, CDs I bought with my own money was Countdown yeah. to Extinction. Yep. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I guess I got to go with Kiss. Do you have to, though? Boy, if I'm in my car and those You're are the only two for CDs. You're going to go Destroyer before Countdown. There's other Kiss CDs I would take in a blink of an eye mm. over Countdown to Extinction, but Countdown to Extinction is so good mm. that I don't know if Destroyer is one of them albums. It's a tough choice. <sighs> I might hate myself for it later, but I'm going to go with Megadeth. Ooh, Kiss is eliminated. All right, Megadeth moves that's on. That's very unlike me, but that's an amazing <sighs> Megadeth album. And like I said, you know, if Rock and Roll Over was in there, I don't know if well, I'd make that same choice. I know I, as a matter of fact, I know I would not make Rock that and same Roll Over is disqualified because it's won two tournaments already. So, yeah, so yeah, it has. We're done with you that. Got to be a VIP to know how good Rock and Roll Over right. does. It's good. Uh, Rat Detonator. Rock and Roll Over is like the champion of these tournaments. I think so at this far point. we may no, have to see how well nobody it plays, can though. beat it. So Rat Detonator, okay, versus Tesla End of the Now. Man, that's tough too. That's not my favorite Rat album, and it's definitely not my favorite Tesla album. But I like them both nonetheless. They both have some really great spots on them. I'm gonna go with Rat. All right. I like both them albums pretty equally, but I think I'm gonna give the edge. To Wouldn't Rat. you agree that both pretty ugly album covers too? Yeah, not good. Rat's sort of cool, but not for Rat. And Tesla is they look lazy, kind of Tesla like, but just kind of they're just lazy album yeah. covers. All right. Now, here's a good album cover. Speaking of awesome album covers right Meatloaf, here. Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, versus Anthrax, Sound of White Noise. Well, now, if this was an album cover contest, this would be no contest. Well, no, Sound of White Noise kind of sucks on the album cover. Yeah, Sound of White Noise does have a shitty album cover. They yeah. could have put, like, a cool skull on the front yeah, of it like or something. It's like a close-up of grape jello. It's like a blob of nothing. <laughs> we got to start doing these tournaments based on album covers so sometimes. we got to turn into a video show we're going to okay, do. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no question. Anthrax. Anthrax. Yeah, Moves no, on. not even close. All right, Meatloaf's out. All right, next is but, Bat. But Meatloaf, no, if it was based on album covers, you'd probably win this right. whole tournament, I bet. Next up is Badlands Self-Titled. All right. Versus Motley, Girls, Girls, Girls. I gotta go with Motley. Really? Yeah, I gotta go with Motley. Oh, man, Badlands is a way better record than Girls, Girls, know. Girls. I don't know about that. Oh, I it's, do. It's a great album, no doubt about it. But oh. I just went, I just went through the whole process of explaining the I need awesomeness to talk you of, out girls, of this. girls, girls, girls. So high wire, dreams in the dark, Great winter's song. call. Yeah, that's good. 
Oh, dude. And those, okay. are, those are the best ones that you just listed. All so. right. Motley's out. Or, no, you're... Oh, ah, see, I see what I tried to do trying there. to be sneaky there. All right. Motley moves on. Like, oh, somehow Badlands is back in. Metal Church. Uh-huh. Which one was this? Blessing, Blessing in, disguise. in Disguise. It's a good one. Versus Tool Opiate. I got to go with Metal Church. Oh, man. Yeah, I definitely got to go with Metal this Church on that different. one. Metal Church moves on. All right. Okay. Cool. I'm going to mix them up even again. Let's make it real interesting so you don't even know what's coming. So who won on yours again? Anthrax. Anthrax did. So Anthrax is still alive in this one, so it's possible they could. Yeah. All right. So you ready? Yeah. Here we yeah, go. I think I am. Motley, girls, girls, girls. Versus Rat Detonator. Motley. Yeah, definitely Motley crew Aaron, on that one for if sure. Girls, girls, girls wins this tournament. We're going to have words. Okay. Well, so so far, it's all luck of the draw. Well, you even know? though our friend Toby Wright did engineer it. All right. That's the way it works. That's luck of the draw on the CD tournament because remember, we just did that one for VIP and Black Sabbath Paranoid got eliminated right away. It's overrated. Well, it's not that overrated to no. get eliminated in the first round, but it's just the way it lined up. All right. Metal Church, Blessing in Disguise. It's a good album. Versus Sound of White Noise by Anthrax. But it's not as good as Anthrax. All right. Sound of White Noise is a pretty fantastic album. Now There's you're being sensible. No wonder why it won yours, and <laughs> right. no wonder why it's moving up the ranks in mine. DLR Band versus Metallica's Ride the Lightning. That's a tough one. That is tough. I'm going to have to go with Metallica on that one. Mm. Yeah. That's one of my favorite David LaRoth solo albums. Not quite as good as of as uh, Eat Him and Smile, but... How'd you say his name? David LaRoth? Okay, you almost said it the way Baco does in Covers and Fire. How does he say he it? He calls him David LaRoth. David LaRoth. <laughs> like he's a French guy. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, next Final matchup in round two? Yeah. Megadeth Countdown to Extinction versus Blind Melon Soup. Oh, man. Blind Melon Soup sounds like an old blues player from the Mississippi Delta. It does. It's Blind Melon Soup. Yeah, and for that reason, I'm going to have to go with Megadeth. Okay. Megadeth does not sound like an old blues player from the song. <laughs> Sunny Boy Megadeth. Sunny Boy Megadeth. <laughs> Please meet your acquaintance, ma'am. All right, you ready? Yes. Final round. The final four. It's looking good for Anthrax. Anthrax, Sound of White Noise versus Motley, Girls, Girls, Girls. You better oh, answer right on this man. one. <laughs> That's pretty tough for me, too. No, it's not. For me, it is. All right. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Anthrax. Oh, thank God. All right. That's a really great album. It's hard to beat that one. Megadeth, Countdown to Extinction versus its big four mate, Metallica, Ride the Lightning. I had to make this choice, too. Yeah, you did. Um, You chose Ride the Lightning, didn't you? I did. Kind of hard to argue against it. <laughs> Because if I'm going with Megadeth, I'm going with I'm going to choose Megadeth. Are you really? I'm going to choose Megadeth. Wow. Oh, man, that's tough. Wait, I might change my mind. Damn it. Five, four, um, three, two. Ride the lightning. All right. You're picking ride the lightning. Okay. No. No. Ugh, fuck. No, no take back. You picked ride the lightning. Okay. All right. Championship. Ride the lightning. Versus Sound of White Noise. Mm. Damn, that, that's a harder decision than I had to make. I'd have a hard time with this one. 
That is hard. One of the best thrash albums of the one 80s. Could, one of, versus one of the best ones in the 90s. Too, and I wouldn't know what to pick. That's a hard um, choice. Similar covers, What did we too. say earlier? You could just tie these? Nope. Not allowed to. Ride the Lightning. So, Ride the Lightning. I'm going with Ride the Lightning. So, for this episode, in this tournament, Anthrax wins mine and Metallica wins yours. And Kiss got eliminated early in both of them. But Kiss won on the one that you guys that are not VIPs got to hear. Yeah, because we did one. We do a lot of these. They're fun. Because as, uh, let's see, this will be coming out. Okay, so next week we got a pretty awesome guest, and he did a VIP with us, mm-hmm. and he did a tournament out of a stack of 16 Yeah, and he CDs. picked stuff we wouldn't have picked. And then Chris did it with the same stack of CDs, yep. and then I did it with the same we stack did. of CDs. And when our guest did it, well, you guys aren't VIPs, so I get, well, no, I ain't going to spoil it for you for that. But when Chris and I did it, yeah. Kiss won, same album, Rock and Roll Over. Yeah, Rock and Roll Over is hard to beat. Different lineups, different different uh, brackets, but yep. Rock and Roll Over came on, out on top on both of ours. It's one of my top five uh, Kiss albums. All right, that was cool. Yeah. So what else we got going on? I mean, let's see, where are we at? Well, how, how far in are we? This we're is so about, off the cut. We're about an hour 20 in. Are, getting, oh, really? Getting close. We've done this for an hour and getting 20 close, minutes? Yeah. Wow, yeah. we should do this more often. It's easy. Uh, let's see. Depends on the response from it, I guess. I don't know. You know if, if you guys we, think this blows, let us know. Like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> or if you like I it, let us know, please. I, we'll, get a, we'll get an iTunes review next week saying that I didn't listen to the new episode. I went back and listened to Bracket Brawl instead. Oh, God. Dude, don't bother listening to that. That was the worst episode we ever did. I was going to say a little piece of Decibel Geek trivia right there. Least downloaded episode, Bracket Brawl. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. Well, no. Or one of the local rock ones I did when I started Well, out. those early ones don't really count because uh, it was so new back then. But once we got kind of cooking a little bit, Bracket Brawl was definitely our <laughs> yeah, least, least like, well-received. Low rating, low rating. Vinnie Vincent special, huge rating. Right, right. Low rating, low rating. Vinnie Vincent special part two, huge rating. Low rating, low rating. Oh, hey, here's Aaron Camaro. And then right. the ratings went up from there. And then Bracket Brawl and it and went way Bracken, down. Oh. It was like the reverse of the Vinny Vincent. We should share the story of Bracket Brawl. Because there's a lot of people that are listening that never got to hear Bracket Brawl or having gone back and is listened it, to it. Okay, because it is still in the archives, right? Oh, it's there, yeah. yeah. Nobody ever it's listens to it. It's there for your it. unenjoyment. <laughs> um, basically, the, the we, legend of the Bracket Brawl yeah. episode. Wow, okay. We when we when This was early. What, bro, really just a, early a few months, A couple months in, maybe? Yeah. No, it was Mar- so it was March. It was around late February, early March. Okay, yeah. It was March, course, yeah. March of 2012, because I think we can tie because it was the first March that you were on the show. Okay, yep. And we were stuck for ideas, and uh, which now we have tons. But oh, yeah, right now we have the reverse of that where we've got so many we ideas, have too many, and ideas not enough time to do them to all. do them. But so we were stuck for ideas, and uh, our local rock station 1029 The Buzz was doing. What they called bracket brawl, and you know you do the brackets for the NCAA tournament, the basketball can I, tournament. Can I just pause for just a quick second? Yeah, and give a shout out to Cal Hans. Sure, because I bought that Camaro out there, which I don't think I've even announced to the VIPs or anybody. I'm, I'm actually driving a Camaro nowadays. Yep. Um, it's a bitching Camaro. But when I bought it, it had a cassette deck in it, uh-huh. and I don't have any cassette tapes. But Cal Hans sent us uh, Europe, uh, sent us cassette tape of Europe. And one of Black Eyed Susan right. with Dizzy Dean Davidson from Britney Fox on it. Did you play them? And basically, that's all I've been listening to for the last several weeks. Okay. Is those two cassette tapes because so I can't stand to listen to the radio. 
Oh, so yeah. thanks, Cal. Well, that's cool. Your cassette tapes were well enjoyed. I'm glad they got used. I became a big Black Eyed Susan fan. That's some good stuff. So you're a hipster now. You're listening to cassette tapes. I guess so. That's a new thing. Well, no, because now I got a CD player. So oh, okay. So now I'm done. But that helped me in the meantime. But yeah, so the the Black Eyed Susan worth checking out. I'll have to check it out. It's a good album. It's really good. I never really listened to it before then. Post Britney Fox. After, yeah. Okay. For sure. Um, but yeah, so the the buzz was doing the same. Like the, the like you've got the NCAA tournament, the brackets, and I'm sure all your local rock stations yeah. do it. So the the rock stations will say, "Well, let's you know, there's 64. Let's take 64 bands uh-huh. and we'll put them in brackets." Just I'm like the tournament. Nickelback versus Bush. Right. And after that, we're gonna do the Imagination Dragons versus God knows who else. And after that, you'll commit suicide. No, all but, um, the same bands that we played yeah. over and over again. Yeah, it's the same shit you're going to hear all over and over again. We just pretend that it's in brackets. Creed. Oof. Um, but yeah, so so Aaron kind of got the idea. We we're stuck Friday. He's like, what if we do a bracket brawl thing with... Uh, and then we're like... Initially, this is where we, we went wrong. Yeah. We should have picked our own bands for the brackets. Right. We said because it would be... It, this was literally last minute. Like, we're Very. over there to record. Kind of like today. Kind of like today yeah, is what it reminds me of, but hopefully we came hopefully up with something better. Hopefully this is better than that. But the idea was like, no, let's use their brackets to make it fair. Because if we pick all our own, this is just going to be a huge argument. And it's going to end up in a fight. and you know, Which would have been more entertaining. Would have been way more entertaining. <laughs> May have been the end of the show, you know, but who knows? You know, but we went with their brackets. Right. And it was a bunch of bands that shouldn't have been it was either bands that we don't like or bands that we've never heard of right with a few mixed in i couldn't tell you who ended up winning ours but I'm i sure, don't even remember i'm sure it wasn't whoever won the buzzes no. so it was like alt j and cage the elephant and that's like right that. because cage the elephant because they had their own brackets and cage the elephant was in with the new bands All right and they were really the only ones that either one of us had ever heard of that we even remotely liked which cage the elephant ain't bad and so they ended up like scooting right down to the finals because right. it's like Cage the Elephant versus a band you've never heard of. It was. Well, I'll go with Cage the Elephant because they're better than I guess something I've never heard of. Well, I'll give them credit. Um, my son, who was in the army and actually in town this weekend, um, shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. He uh, he went and saw them at a thing called Live on the Green here in Nashville last year, right? right maybe a year before with his friends. And he said they were great. Yeah, yeah. He said they were really good. And he, and I'll I like I'll him. take his musical opinion because I took him to see Kiss on the Sonic Boom tour. So, and he said that's not Ace Frehley. And so that's how you know he you can take I, his word for he, it. He didn't say that, but uh, but he had a good time. And like I I I took him to a decent first concert at least. Right on. But uh, yeah, he he enjoyed it. And I've heard Cage the Elephant is pretty good live. So. As far as like new rock bands, I don't. Yeah, I think they're great. Right. Um. But yeah, so but so but bra- bracket bracket it did not go over well. We didn't play any song clips, and uh, we talked about a bunch of bands no one gave a shit about. Right. At least today we're talking about people you give a shit about. Right. But uh, it did not go over well. We got actually got hate mail for it. Did we really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got messages saying, "Please do not ever do that don't type of ever. episode again." Yeah, don't ever do that. And again. here we are. Now, um, but no, it didn't go. We over thought we'd well. give it four years and. Try it again. If you want to give it a shot, though, it's in the archives. Maybe that's what we should call this episode, Bracket Brawl 2. No, that guarantees no one will listen. Uh, but yeah, so that was the the case there. Well, and um, the Skype's still down. The Skype is still down. and uh, But we hope you've gotten enjoyment, because we want to put something out this week. 
Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, and uh, right. a lot of it will coincide with the Nashville Rock and Pot Expo. Right. Yes. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, of course, Nashville is loaded with people that you've heard of, that people that you grew up listening to, and uh, that might be one right there. That might be one right there. And we have a lot of fun stuff coming. But if you join up with the Decibel Geek VIP thing on Patreon, you'll get more stuff like this. You get to be part of the private Facebook group. You get exclusive information on you know guests that we're talking to, people that we right. might interview. Yep. So we don't like to confirm anything to everyone until we have it confirmed. But you know, if you if you're into inside dirt, then you'll get it from uh, the the VIP page. The VIPs have gotten to hear a lot of stuff they that have. our regular listeners raw unedited interviews too. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking. I've been talking about it for a while. I what? really, really need to get that unedited Joe Renda up. Oh shit. You know, yeah, did he the, le- the time we had Joe Renda on the show, which me looking back on the history of Decibel Geek is still one of my all-time favorites. The Joe Renda show was something special because he shared with us awesome, crazy Ace Fraley stories, shit that you're never going to hear anywhere else. And we really need to get back in touch with him to get because yeah. he told us he'd come back on with more stories. He's a great storyteller, but he's all over the place. And that show took a lot of editing to piece that together to make it come out as something that was presentable yeah. as a show right. instead of like four or five mini shows. Yeah, because he, yeah, it was a lot, I mean, not just his part. There was a lot of rambling on all our parts. For right, episode. because it was just, it, it was, was just a good conversation. Wow. You know, so I've got the full yeah. unedited thing. And so I'm thinking about now is the time to release that for the VIPs. Totally. So they can hear the insanity I think of that the unedited cool. conversation mm-hmm. with Joe Renda. Oh, I'd like to hear that, too. One of my favorite got a podcasts lot of, we ever did. Yeah, we got a lot of interesting response on the YouTube version of that show, too. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah people took a different uh, look at Ace and Peter from, sure. from, those, from that episode. Yeah, because those are some crazy stories. Yeah. Of them doing some stupid shit. Yeah, if you're into dirt, listen to that episode because it's there. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. But You know, and while yeah. we're talking about it, you know, we got to give a big shout out to Rock and Ron Runyon He's over at Decibel Geek TV coming out with new stuff again this week. The Tip. Yep. Doing a Joe Cocker song. Mm-hmm. Busting it down, getting out of the hard rock for a moment to be a little funky. Those guys are great, and uh, they'll be playing our pre-party for the expo. Yep, along with Denman and, and Denman. Desolation Angels. Desolation Angels. Yep. Shit, yeah, that's going to be that's the party good. of the summer. I think I picked the three best bands I possibly could for that show. Yeah, you did a fantastic choosing. And I'm just that. happy everyone has said yes. That's been the best part. Very cool. Instead of who are you and why should I do this? Right. <laughs> We well, have a, we have a we, tiny we bit got, of cachet now, right? Yeah, because you know we are here in Nashville, so that's a it's a great place to be. Um, you know, of course, like I said, check out Rock and Ron Decibel Geek TV on YouTube. All kinds of cool new stuff going up on there all the time. Go to decibelgeek.com. Have you gotten yourself Decibel Geek T-shirt yet? No, that's why you're still a thirty year old virgin. <laughs> get yourself Decibel Geek T-shirt. Guaranteed to get you laid. Also, while you're at decibelgeek.com, you've got to check out all the awesome articles being put up all the time by our amazing journalists. This is a thing that we've said from day one. We went way, way back and we said, you know, we've got a website. It doesn't do anything. We need people to contribute. So we came on the show and we said, hey, do you want to be a rock and roll journalist? Can you keep your cool in front of rock stars? Can you honestly do reviews? You know, do you have good taste in music? And we found people that did and wanted to do these things and are out there doing it. Guys like Baco, guys like our friends on the uh, CG 
<laughs> Canadian Geeks with Beer Chatting Metal CGCM, podcast. yeah, I had it. it. took me a second. Rich you know, and Wally. Rich and Wally, they're Love doing an awesome guys. job on their own podcast, but they're contributors at Decibel Geek. Uh, Baco and uh, Loose Cannon, yep. Cobras and Fire, those guys contribute to Decibel Geek. We've got amazing writers. Uh, Laura Dubrow and, uh, or no, Laura, Laura Sachan? Yes. And... Blair Dubrow. Yeah, Blair Dubrow. There we go. Dubrio, or I'm not sure how to... I'm terrible at pronouncing names, but we appreciate your contribution. If I had a list in front of me right and now... And our newest I, uh, writer, I remember Sonny Pooney, who was on the show. That's right. He just came he out just with an article, writing. too. That's yeah. freaking awesome. See, the community just grows and grows it's and grows. It's one giant circle jerk. It totally is. Sorry, Laura. And what comes out at the end? Rock and roll. It sprays all over the internet. Oh, It's, it's awesome. Okay time to go now check out decibelgeek.com if you want to get rock and roll sprayed on you we'll call it that <laughs> it's a rock and roll and podcasting bukkake fest exactly see that's awesome yeah but that's not what rock and pot is going to be so do not be afraid <laughs> god no to join us for yeah. that and i gotta buy a lot of fucking plastic tarps and everything <laughs> for that. that didn't come with the venue no it didn't all right, so I think we're kind of at the end of the line. We're about an hour and a half in, so this has been just basically a big Skype's down. It's Chris, it's Aaron. We yep. ain't got nothing to do, so let's just hang out. We hope you guys enjoy this, seriously. And we'll be back with more regularly scheduled programming starting next week. we and got back to our old great ways. stuff coming up. And if, you know, like I said, you know, this could have been a lot better, but thanks Skype for it. Yeah, thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.